0: All right, welcome back to Problem Solver Politics. I am your host, Carden Ellis, with Cody the Oracle. Hey, everybody. And uh, Cody's got an interesting thesis that he wants to share with us concerning the vernacular and the form of speech that Andrew Yang engages in. He thinks it's better a certain way. Cody, tell us what's going on.
1: One way of phrasing it, but yes. (laughs) Recently, I mean, I would just say in general, I've been following Yang for a while, and every time I see him in person, I've seen him speak anywhere, there's definitely, I can tell when that kind of switch gets flipped and he is kind of... The, the person he normally is comes out from behind the, you know, everyone's got, no one goes up there in public speaking and goes, well, like, um, like, um, like, you kind of have a thing. Anyway, I'll highlight this tweet. So, Aaron Jane put out a tweet, um, yeah, I'm just going to read it. Apologize for the language. He said, uh, God damn, this shit is infuriating. Gary Locke is as American as the day is long. Trump rewriting history is as, as he has. As if he effectively responded to the virus utter garbage, we lost 70 days and thousands of lives due to his incompetence and disregard for what was happening overseas. There is... Swearing is the constant, but there is this... What's this? This realness from him that I always love to see. And I do think it's one of the things that makes Yang one I think it's something he walked away from too much when he was campaigning a little bit it came out every now and then and I loved it one of my personal favorite times it came out uh actually happened to be there but I thought this is a really cool little moment at his rally in Los Angeles hit and it will play this but I don't know it just when he would
0: Yang does beat Trump Los Angeles it's like a game of rock paper scissors and if Donald Trump's the scissors I'm the fucking rock
1: Kinda of goofy, right? There's little thing. Okay. But I will say there's something about there's this and a lot of people do it. I'd probably do it on this, where you kind of revert just who you your actual personality is and you kind of drop whatever preparation you brought in. Yeah. And I think that's when Andrew Yang really, really does kind of cut through a lot of the nonsense and resonate with people. And it's something that I think he could bring. And one last thing I want to show just to build my case for why I do like Andrew Yang when he swears like this. This I think is one of my favorite Andrew Yang moments from the entire campaign. Uh, And we will run this clip really quick and then I'll get a little more of the serious stuff.
0: First word. Uh, that doesn't seem like a smart thing to (laughs) say here (laughs) because it's the most uh, evocative. Curse word.
1: This was a great video that highlighted something interesting and highlighted the politiciany nature of like a Pete Buttigieg compared to Andrew Yang. It's something I always liked about <laughs> Andrew Yang early on. He always brought <laughs> that kind of like people who just well, I don't think that's a good idea to give an answer to that. And then uh, was just Get out of he here, was. bro. But the larger thing I'm trying to get to here, and someone else, and I want to take credit for this, but someone else brought this up. Let's see if I can find their tweet, but if not, just the general concept of I think now that Andrew Yang isn't running anymore, right? He's out of the race. This is a really... This kind of more real form of communication that people respond to, Uh it's kind of funny. Yeah, you could play it safe and and remove criticism, but you'll notice people who play it safe don't tend to get very much attention either because it's boring and bland. This is where anything could shake things up. I think this righteous indignation might not be the exact word for it, but do you see what I mean? This okay. little bit of like, look, I'm done playing around. I'm done with the games. Like, let's just get to this stuff. But it could be very effective. For one, currently, I guess Joe Biden, right? I mean, that's who we endorse right now. That's who he's running. But larger so. I would love to see Andrew Yang be this kind of voice. When you look at Humanity Forward, one of the things Humanity Forward is about is backing and supporting various UBI candidates. And I think now that Andrew Yang isn't necessarily running himself, and he's basically a media personality now. He's going to be starting a podcast, stuff like that. I think this less refined and more true-to-himself Andrew Yang really is an asset that I, I want to see him bring out more. What's all I want to say is whenever I see him do something like this, it might come across a little bit, you know, he's some crude language sometimes. But, I mean, I could show you this is one of you know popular tweets. got some 67,000 likes, something like that. I believe he had another profanity-filled tweet when uh, Bernie Sanders dropped out in his support for Bernie. It was a good tweet for Bernie. But my larger point being is... I really want to see more of this. If Andrew Yang is moving to become essentially a media personality, which to boost his brand for his next endeavor, which is smart and I agree with, by the way, I think this is the way you should do it, man. I really do. Hey, moving towards an open-form podcast, I don't think there's many language restrictions. I don't think he'll be dropping F-bombs left and right, but to be honest, it kind of seems like Andrew Yang is the kind of guy who does drop F-bombs left and right when I see him relaxed and more natural and not always feeling like, you know, he's not... On stage not being a politician which is something that you could definitely see it happens to everyone even the best of them you'll notice when even kind of veteran people of these campaigns drop out there's that those few days when you see these people when they first drop out where they take a deep breath and they act who they are but this was a quote Andrew Yang was given just after he dropped out of the elect or suspended his campaign. This manager he said you know i'm not a dick like obviously someone like offers me something serious and impactful we can help to do some good work i'm not going to be like fuck that in reference yeah. to any kind of cabinet position from another candidate again it's uh-huh. I, I understand it's not the the thing but i do think that i'm not alone in this let me know in the comments if i am when andrew yang does this kind of stuff it really makes me like him more it really does and it reminds me i have the reason why i wanted to do this video seeing this tweet yesterday kind of reminded me of that 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 less refined, true outsider personality Andrew Yang brought with him early, which I get. It's kind of, you know, there's so much pressure to drop the stuff you kind of do. But I really hope to see that that Andrew Yang, he's not running for president anymore. He's not representing all of Yang 2020 anymore. He's not trying to beat, you know, win the, he's not trying to, all he's trying to do now, hopefully, is be himself to boost his brand and help other people win on UBI. I think this person is a surrogate and a mouthpiece for a lot of these people running that are, you know, just smaller profile candidates inspired by him. I think that's the most effective thing he has. Because he has a great electric personality. That's why people like him. I think some of that got buried by the end of his campaign here. I'd like to see it come out. I mean, and you can definitely tell on CNN. It seemed like if you ever got a little bit too uh, too, uh, too spicy on CNN, they were quick with like, the, you didn't ask him a question again for a while. Because it's uh-huh. not that's not the platform for it. And so hopefully Yang speaks is different. But in general, man, keep this up, Yang. I like it. I don't know how you feel about it, Cardin. I don't know if anyone else feels like that. If you disagree, let me know in the comments. But... Seeing this yesterday just reminded me of the guy that I saw in that Joe Rogan podcast, and I'm like, that guy is cool, and I believe in what he believes in. And I just thought it was really cool to see that.
0: So, I don't want to say I disagree, because I disagree with some things, but I don't disagree with others. And I would say that I have a love-hate relationship with swearing. Uh, First off, I'm one who does not like it. Nor appreciate it that much if it gets excessive in cinema unless it's extremely authentic okay but when it becomes a thing for the sake of the thing like art for the sake of art I I, I don't like it okay um, however at the same time I really agree with Thelonious monk who said a genius is the one most like himself That uh, nothing can be worse than somebody trying to shroud for social reasons, perhaps, uh, how one truly feels. And, you know, similar to Andrew Yang, sometimes there's just no replacement for the (laughs) F-bomb. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes there's no replacement for them. right? However, I also agree that the reason there's no replacement might be because you have not educated your mind enough. Gordon B. Hinckley said something very interesting once. He said... Uh, He didn't say swear words, but he said profanity is the efforts of a feeble mind to express itself forcibly. And so for me, I I don't I don't judge you if you swear. I don't you know, I'm not one of those no curse club kids, but I definitely don't appreciate it myself. I think by and large, it casts a shadow upon you that weakens your brand more than it uh, strengthens that brand unless of course i guess the audience is you so i might be being proven wrong in my own podcast here but i've always looked at it as i don't strive for it or against it but i do strive to speak forcibly when i can so i want to learn as much of the english language and the spoken word to be able to speak myself forcibly and then that way i don't judge myself or others if there's no other word for it except for
1: Okay yeah I know X, you y, way Z. overthought what I was saying. My yeah. larger thing is when Andrew Yang seems Dude, to Dog you dog on all my no, deep thoughts, man. I think you missed my point though. <laughs> my larger point was this. I don't like you're making the I don't like philosophically argument. that he uses swear words. What I'm saying is, I can tell when he kind of drops the act of it and drops back into who he probably is backstage, he starts talking like that. Words start coming out he doesn't use on CNN when he starts actually kind of uh-huh. dropping into who Andrew Yang really is. So and what's funny is science backs like, up your
0: position like, I bit.
1: couldn't imagine Andrew Yang on a debate stage saying, God damn, this shit's infuriating. But you know what? Yeah. I can imagine him anywhere else in the world without a camera saying that a lot. Because just seeing him, being around, just not like, not like hanging out with him, but being rally seeing him speak seeing how he handles the crowd especially even during speeches man i mean he'll do stuff like this and it's not like oh he said a swear word awesome but it's like there's just his personalities coming through there hey okay. some people just some people just curse like sailors they do he appears to be one of those people from what i've seen and it's just seeing him as actual personality come out is what's interesting to me and i've just noticed throughout time when when he when he's really feeling it and he's really having fun and he's really really in touch with the crowd at different events I've seen him with, yeah, you'll notice. He'll start swearing. He'll start dropping into some more colorful language. God. I think that's just who he is. That's how he came up. That's so, how he did so. So you
0: need to look into and some... I, and
1: I like it. I appreciate seeing real Yang. That's all I'm saying.
0: Okay, so let's dive into the science of your, your perception here. There's no because, science. I just like it. No, no. There is plenty of science, Cody. Okay, and so now let me set you straight. There's been actually all kinds of studies done into profanity and the perception thereof. And it has been proven... That there is a correlation, we don't know if it's causation, but there is a correlation between the effectiveness of the argument and the amount of curse words in the argument, okay, that the perceived effectiveness on behalf of the recipient of the message is augmented when the giver of the message is using profanity, okay, and there's an interesting conundrum in between those that swear and perceive levels of honesty that. If you swear more often, you're perceived as more honest by those around you. But simultaneous studies show that those who swear often are most likely to actually engage in dishonest behavior. So there's this weird, strange well, correlation well, between mean, the two. There's a reason why. You notice something in what you said right there? Uh, perception versus reality who, why
1: do you think people who perceive someone as swearing a lot perceive them as being more honest than them because they you, think
0: they're being more authentic and authentic people are probably being more honest but here's the
1: thing people that don't view swearing as something to need to be self-censored would be like what do you mean yeah I still lie all the time I just swear as well what's the big deal because <laughs> some people are like well I go out of my way to intentionally prevent the swearing so I assumed you must be feeling the. all the thing is this what I feel is this when Adrian goes up there and he says things that are not necessarily politically the uh-huh. most, you know, dialed correct, I have to imagine it's because he's coming from the heart. So maybe that's what you're saying. When people are going up there and using swear words in areas where normally they would not, you imagine that this is more of a heart from the heart statement. And I agree. Uh-huh. That's what I guess I get from him as well. It feels, but it legitimately
0: does seem to be the more authentic stuff he says. In the words of the Apostle Paul, can a bitter font bring forth sweet water and can a sweet font Bring forth bitter water. Here, about this.
1: Let me sum it up. <laughs> I think if Andrew Beast if Andrew is just himself, he will win over a lot of people and be a very, very effective, charismatic, just kind of face and mouth for a lot of candidates running on UBI other things across the country. I think that's one of the reasons why him boosting his brand, doing things like hosting his podcast, going on CNN, is really important. is because he can then be this really popular voice and just this very popular brand for other people. And while he's not least out of the political ring as far as a candidate... Yeah, sure. Swear like a sailor, man. Say swear like a sailor, man. If that's how if that is him, if that's just how he talks and that is the most Andrew of it is, I think it works the best. Cuz I mean, said it before, but I did kind of smile when I read this yesterday cuz I was just kind of like, yeah, there we go. That's yeah. that's that's the dude I remember. That's the guy I remember. It was right there. He was just being honest, just being I mean, we still debate. We'll go back. We can do another video if you want on his uh his Trump's a better anchor for weather balloon than I am speech he gave, which is very out of character because that's what I said like it's not necessarily the profanity of it that I'm interested in it's when you can just feel it it's hard to put into words where it's just yeah that's Andrew Yang not running this past a committee and just saying something I like it
0: yeah so uh Cody the Oracle hath spoken and fully endorsed Andrew Yang's sailor tongue (laughs) but yeah I like him so uh guys Make sure you follow us on PSP Radio 1, and we're going to be talking movies tonight. If you have a chance, check out Series 7, The Contenders. We're going to be doing our first video on our movie channel. There will be more announcements for said movie channel in the community posts on this channel, so you guys can all go over there and hang out with us as well. It's going to be a super fun experience. For Problem Solver Politics, make sure you follow us at PSP Radio 1 on your favorite podcast platform on Instagram and on Facebook. All right. And if you can, please consider subscribing to the channel or becoming a member of this channel. It's a great way to keep this content coming your way. This is Problem Solver Politics. We will see you guys in the next video.